Hi, this is The Me Journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Hi, welcome back to the Me Journeys. I am Paige Tripp and we are back. I'm officially back um, doing this each week, so I'm excited to be here. Please excuse my lovely nasally voice. We are recovering from our first bout of COVID and it has lasted quite a bit. I'm already um, over two weeks and I'm still um, battling a little bit of the congestion. I'm finally negative, but unfortunately still sounding nasally. So um, yeah, we have a good topic here about stress and um, the stress of school, the stress of just being a kid in today's world. Um, some kids have already started school. Mine have not yet. And I can just feel the stress of what's to come um, already bubbling. Um, for example, my um, my kids, their um, school is set up into different compartments. So it's um, each, every three years they go to a different school. So my eight-year-old is now headed to third grade. And so she's headed into a different school. And the stress about um, navigating the new school, knowing um, how to get around, what the teachers are going to be like, these are all triggering an endless supply of overwhelming questions and daily talks about what's to come. Um, so for example, just as I'm tucking her into bed right now, she was saying, uh, mom, but what if I can't find my classroom? Like, okay, so I'm going to go into the gym before the day starts, and then they're going to tell me to go to my classroom, but what if I don't know which direction to go once I go into the gym? So, again, we're <laughs> constantly being in this state of fight or flight. I'm worried. I can't figure it out. Um, and so I in my old self, used to get really frustrated with questions at bedtime. My kids love to talk at bedtime. And so this is usually when the um, signs and symptoms of stress or worry seep out. I don't know if it's just because they're tired. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I don't really know how that all works. But I've noticed that at nighttime, it's usually when I can really find out what is going on with my kids. So, um, we the last episode I had posted was about morning routines and I think it's so important that we also have a nighttime routine that allows enough space for us to navigate this time. If you ever notice when you're putting your kids to bed, they become extra clingy or ask you multiple questions or ask for extra stories, this is the time when their body's starting to calm down from their day. And they're able to then formulate these questions or show us in a more open way about how they're actually feeling. And so this time of day is so, I've learned, is so important. I used to think it was manipulation. I used to think my kids were trying to pull me in and get me to be um, 
the sucker parent who would let them stay up extra late. But I'm realizing that it, this is my time to connect to my kids, to really understand and and see what stress and worries or even just like exciting fun things that they have to share. So we are working on building that routine. I have um, started bedtime a little bit earlier and they think I'm punishing them now. They're like, mom, we're not babies. We don't have to go to bed at 830 or do this. And now they're questioning me, but I'm still, I'm realizing me enforcing this earlier bedtime, just like to start settling allows me to give them extra time to do those questionings and telling me their silly stories or their ideas. And I don't have to be like, let's go get to bed. We need to get ready for bed because you're going to get up early the next day. It really would stress me out. And then I'm devaluing that time with my kids. And I, it really bothered me how I was putting them to bed, especially during the school year, because I get very overwhelmed when I know my kids haven't gotten enough sleep because I know the mornings are going to then be affected by crankiness and it increase. my kids are very, my older girls are very um, sensitive to the world around them. And so it does open the door for a lot of anxiety. And I'm sure they got that from me when I was raising them at that time of my life because I was very highly sensitive. And so I would get overwhelmed and I instilled a lot of anxiety in them. And so now I am working to rewire that and re, um, reparent. And so I realized after evaluating, why am I getting so upset? So um, if you notice there's a part of your day where you're getting really upset with your kids and you're just like your patience is low or you're being triggered or your stress response is heightened. Take time to really sit with that and ask yourself, well, why am I getting so upset? The reason I was getting upset is my evenings were my time with my husband. They're my time to do extra things like record a podcast for this business and do all these things. And so at first I thought it was just because I was being selfish. And so my first instinct was, well, I'm being a bad parent. I'm not giving my kids the time they need. And then I sat down and I was like, okay, what else is here? Why am I really stressing? And it's because I'm worried that they're going to be cranky and that I'm not going to be in a good mindset in the morning. And, you know, so I was worried because I'm not taking that time to take care of myself. It triggered my anxiety. But then I also was like, I'm getting upset because I'm thinking they're trying to manipulate me. I'm also getting upset because I'm tired at the end of the day. So scheduling that time to talk with your kids and be silly with your kids turning that TV off. My kids are so obsessed with TV and just want to like, let's just cuddle on the couch and watch a TV show. And I'm, I'm in a constant battle with that as well, because I'm trying to get them to read more and I'm trying to like, let me read a story to you or let's just be silly and cuddle and chat. And uh, of course they don't like that. So I've just decided, okay, well, we're not going to sit and watch TV. We'll do our cuddles and then we'll go to bed a little earlier and we have time to then chat a little bit and get these anxieties out. Um, And so anyways, the point of this was to bring up that this special time of the day, everybody's coming down from their day. So it allows an opening for you as a parent 
to connect with your kid and let them know that you are seeing their worries or you're seeing something that interests them. And you're then able to address it and help to ease them into their sleep and allow them and empower them to problem solve. And one thing, especially for my personal self, I don't know about other kids, but when I was a kid, I used to dream very vividly. And so whenever I would be thinking about or worrying about or read about, I usually would spend that time in my dream becoming like the superhero, you know, and like overcoming all these things in my dream. And so you can use this as a time to help your kid set the tone for their day the next day. So your kid's showing a worry. And it's so important that you understand that, again, the worry's not going to go away because as a human, we're always going to have these moments of, I am scared, I'm overwhelmed, I'm anxious, whatever the feeling, that's human. We can't take that away. And so giving your child that time to voice their opinion and you just listen. And I know as parents, our goal is to keep our baby safe and to help them through their challenges. But when we can really just listen, let them, if they ask you a question, obviously answer it. Don't not answer it and be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm just listening right now. <laughs> oh, that's the image I got in my head as I'm saying this to you. <laughs> um, anyways, um, yeah, so listening is the hardest thing as a parent, especially when you're tired and you just want them to shut up and go to bed because your day has been so long and you are tired. But if you can give them that even five minutes of just pure listening and acknowledging, wow, that's a big fear. That seems a little bit overwhelming. What can you tell me more about that? Um, or what do you think? What do you think would happen if you didn't know which way to go when it was time to, for school to start? What do you think would happen? And then just listen. Let them talk it through. And sometimes just that silliness of like, you really think you're gonna walk those halls all day long and no one's gonna help you? And like, oh, that sounds so overwhelming. And then they start to laugh and they can see like, okay, yeah, obviously someone's gonna help me. So they're not gonna be like lost in this big school and no one's gonna notice them. Allowing them that time to talk it through and be a little irrational in a safe place at home where you're there to guide them through and kind of like ask them questions that help them to problem solve it themselves. It not only one shows them that you care and that you see them and their worries and that their worries are valid and that's okay that they're worried, but it also teaches them that no matter how big or overwhelming a stressor fear can be or seem, we have the power to always walk ourselves through it, to always solve it, to always come up with a solution to a problem. And that we can be courageous and brave, but also have fear. And that that's okay. We're going to all have fear. Even parents have fear. And even sharing that with them and letting them know, you know, after they've shared a little bit, sharing your story. Oh man, I remember when I was little being scared to go to school every Monday, every Monday. And this is my personal story. Every Monday, I, it would be like starting a whole new year. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do this week? And 
I had a lot of anxiety about school. And so I would share that with them and let them know, you know, the fears that I would have every year. And it helps them to see that they're not, they're not alone. That fear is real, but being courageous means having that ability to face it and to work through it and know that they are going to be okay. Stress not only affects adults. I think sometimes we forget that because when we think about childhood, we think of, oh my gosh, I wish I can go back. I wish I had like that easy, all I had to worry about really when you think back to childhood is playing, making friends, doing homework, again, obviously probably chores or whatever, but not like we do as adults. And they just get to play. And we think in our minds like, oh my God, you have it so easy. But to them, as children, their minds are not structured the way ours is. And so to them, getting a cut is the end of the world. Their leg's going to fall off. Like their mind sees something so small that we look at and it's like, it's not that serious. You're going to be so okay. But they look at it as they're dying. It's the end of the world. There's no solution. They're going to be lost in this school forever or their leg's going to fall off because they got a boo-boo, you know, like. They also are severely affected by stress. And it not only affects how they move through their day, it inhibits so much in their learning as well. So if you have a kid who is like mine, who's going to go to school, who is going to be fearful or overwhelmed, and you have done everything, teaching them techniques to problem solve, but also deep breathing. Deep breathing has such a a magical effect on our body and it allows our body to calm down. And if a kid enters that classroom on Monday morning or any day of the week and they are in fight or flight mode, they are not learning and they are not growing logically and academically because they are spending all of their time worrying and their amygdala is activated And so they can't access parts of their brain that they would if they were relaxed and out of fight or flight mode. And so as parents, we have such a big role to play in this. And I've found that the greatest time is before bed. And it sets the tone for the next day. When you have empowered your kid as they're they're getting ready for bed to really work through a thought and like make it silly and make it fun and bring that that defense mechanism you know like break it through with this laughter of like oh my gosh could you imagine if you actually nobody saw you do you think people like what would that look like that's really silly like I'm I know that you're going to be safe and and ask them like okay well what could you do if if somebody doesn't see you and you give them that power And you show them like, I trust you and I trust that you are smart and brave and courageous and can get through this. And I know I'm kind of like rambling, but stress to me, especially as someone who's experienced it, seeing little kids go through it, especially my own. I feel like when I'm talking to other kids, I'm like, oh, this is so easy to do. But when I'm talking to my own children about their stress, it triggers me because I'm their mom. And it's my job to raise them and how they turn out is a reflection of me and my work. And when I see that they're so stressed, it triggers me. And so I have worked 
really hard to kind of navigate that and be like, okay, well, how do I walk them through this anxiety? How do I get them through this? And my only advice right now for you is one, make sure you spend time, really pay attention to when your child seems to be the most talkative, whether, so my kids, it's bedtime. You know, some kids I've heard are like right after school, they can't stop. So pick the time that your child's most open to sharing. And like you can, you just see them like nonstop asking you questions, nonstop sharing and um, just very chatty. That is your time. So if that's during dinner or during bath time or whatever time of the day, no matter how old your kid is, when they become the most chatty, that is your time. So schedule it. Schedule your chat time. And I know it sounds silly to to like schedule it, but obviously if something comes up during the day, you can take that time too. But when you schedule that time that you allow your kids your full attention, it shows them that they have a consistent avenue to share with you. And it's going to help when they reach their teenage years. It's going to help you just build that connection because that's what our struggle is. I'm like always giving, 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 giving of my time and my listening and my everything that I have become over the years. I became very, um, what's the word, um, short with my kids, very like, all right, come on, let's go. Like, okay, what's the point? And I've heard myself throughout the years say that. And I thought, this is ridiculous. Like you are pushing your kids. You're stressing your kids out during a time they're telling you about stress. So I have been really practicing this with my own kids and the scheduling of it and and fitting it into our routine has made them go to bed quicker. They don't get out of bed multiple times anymore asking for water. What are you doing when you're going to bed? They go straight to bed. And it's taken me so long to figure this out, but it is such a wonderful thing. And I've noticed them sharing a bit more. And it also helps me as their parent because I'm understanding then, oh, that's why she has been, my other daughter shared something I'm not going to share because she asked me not to, but she had shared, she had made a comment and it had triggered my understanding of why she's been a little bit rude to her sister. So it also helps you through parenting and understanding like, okay, that's what's happening. I can now navigate this. And, and it's not like a behavior issue. It's, it's a stress. It's an insecurity of hers. So it was really beautiful. But yeah, so basically this week, I challenged you as parents to go in and really just observe your kids this week. When are they the most chatty? When are they the most open and asking questions or being vulnerable with you? And then schedule that time. Schedule that time for connection and really um, take that time to chat it up and guide them through. So some steps um, I wrote them down really quick were to allow them to just talk and you listen, acknowledge their fears like, wow, that sounds like you're feeling overwhelmed because if they sometimes they might not be able to put a feeling to it, help them out. Um, and then like, do you, are you feeling you think you're feeling a little scared or you're feeling sad or? Um, it helps to teach them that emotional awareness and then, um, you know, validating them, letting them know that they're, you're, you're there for them. Like, we'll get through this together or let's problem solve this together. Let's think this out loud. Like, what do you think would really happen? And, you know, you can throw in little jokes. Like I said, like my daughter's not going to be lost forever in the sea of children. She's going to be seen and she's going to be supported. And there's so many people there to help her. And there's that validation of like, I'm here. And we'll get through this. 
And if they seem like they're spiraling, obviously just let them know like, okay, well, I know that this is overwhelming and right now we're tired. So let us get some rest and we can start problem solving again tomorrow. So, yep, that's it. So I hope that this challenge is going to be helpful for you and connecting with your kids. And if you are looking for any support on this journey of healing and growing more mindfully empowered as a parent or for your children, I am now opening for new clients for one-on-one coaching. I have six, 12, and 24-month, or 24, (laughs) oh my goodness, hello, Uh, 24-week packages. So again, that's um, six weeks, 12 weeks, and 24-weeks packages. So um, please message me. I also do a one-month in... um, intensive as well. So you can head to my website that is linked in this podcast, or you can also head over to Instagram and click the link in my bio and it will take you to my snippet feed where you can schedule your free consultation and we can get together via Zoom or we can also do a phone call and we could just kind of chat and see if we're a good fit and if I can support you on this mindful empowerment journey. I love, love, love connecting with all of you and hearing your stories and your ideas um, and just your questions. And I love that you have joined me here on this podcast and this journey to create more mindful, empowered families. I love you. I hope that this week is amazing and the beginning of the school year is stress-free. I know that's joke, but (laughs) I hope it goes very smoothly for you all. Sending you my love and I can't wait to check in with you next week.